What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 234 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. Brought to you by ASICS. Shout out to ASICS. I'm your host, Christian Piles. Joined, as always, by my main man, Willie Saylor. We are here on a, a rainy Thursday in Austin, Texas. And uh, Russia is the gift that keeps on giving. Russia's going to keep rushing. Russia, they ain't gonna Russia, stop. Russia gonna, Russia gonna stay Russia. They currently are, and I think I thank Russia for being Russia and during these kind of drier times in wrestling, helping bridge that gap for yeah, content, giving us fodder. So we all saw, or many of you saw, there's a little. Bro- I mean, you know, every now and again on an age level tournament, guns are gonna be pulled and there's gonna be a fight, right? We're just that's kind boys of a, will be boys. that's a tradition unlike any other. But now, Gusinov, the old. Russian freestyle coach. He was their coach in 2015. Remember in the I'll, I'll paint the picture for you so you remember who this guy is. Older bald coach in the corner for um, Godoyev Burroughs. He's like freaking out in the corner. You can tell he's like super stressed out during that situation. So they I guess nobody could probably explain what happened exactly, but they after 2015 when they won worlds, they fired him, right? Yeah, so, I mean, oftentimes I find it a fireable offense to win Worlds by double digits two consecutive years, which means you could take out a whole weight class and still win. Uh, mm-hmm. Win seven gold medals in two years. That is yeah. just terrible and absolutely a fireable offense. Unacceptable. Completely understandable. So they canned him. Now, so I, t- I bring that up that he was fired because this may be someone with an axe to grind. Okay? That's, that's fair. Which... It's it's bad news when it's a bad omen when a guy with when you fire a guy and he becomes a guy with an axe to grind and he knows sensitive information. Yes, yes, that's when uh, it gets a little little dicey. So uh, a report came out, and I want to make sure. Um, it wasn't a wrestling. No, it wasn't re- uh, WrestleDag or anything like that. Where we used to say it, it was CavPolit.com. Okay. And here's basically the cliff notes of what Kusinov is alleging against Mamiashvili, Tadiev, etc. Tadiev being the coach that replaced him, mm-hmm. and Mamiashvili being the Russian Federation president and also UWW vice president. And Kusinov, a Dagestani? Dagestani, right, Nomad? Yes, he's yes. Dagestan. Tadiev is not. Nomad Tadiev was just nodding his head, which is good for radio. <clears throat> What's that? Head nodding's good for radio. Yeah, just words. Words for, are good. Because they're listening in their car. <coughs> okay. Their ear. Tadiev is Osetian. Kusainov is Dagestani. Got it. Thank you. So here's a couple of the things Kusainov is alleging. He says that Mamishvili stole $44 million U.S. from the r- wrestling program, but that basically that money isn't going anywhere because Sajulayev and everyone else only gets 300 a month from the Russian Federation. So... Where's the 44 million? He also says that Sajidov, um, he's this is a guy that coaches like all the best Dagestanis, but they don't even let him at the events. Okay, that's not good. Sajidov being a guy that beat Kale in 2003. Can I back up for a second? Yeah. When, you, when you say that, um, well, everybody's getting, they're only getting 300 a month. I think the what you can, the context, or what you can read in maybe is that they probably got more before. 
Because if they're saying we only get 300. Um, or maybe or maybe that number stayed the same, even mm-hmm. though they're getting $44 yeah, million. Right. Dollars. Okay. Uh, Putin made Al Rosa, which is the Siberian diamond mine, which is connected. If you remember, in 2016, we saw Victor Leb- Lebedev like, get put on the team, right? Like, that was Al Rosa. We literally story. watched him get put on the team. Lebedev's like, I got put on this. Like, I don't even want to go. I'm so embarrassed because I can tell I was just made to go on this team. He has connections to this diamond mine, okay, Al Rosa, that you see. It's on their it's on their singlets. Anyways, um, Putin made Al Rosa sponsor wrestling in 2015 before Sochi, but Mamishvili just takes all the money from so, that deal. Uh, connecting dots, that's the $44 million. There's Okay. Tadiev, uh, uh, the old – he used to be the coach. Now he's the coach again, is accused of throwing – the 2004 World Cup to Azerbaijan <coughs> and also said he wanted to have Gatsalov, Kajimirak Gatsalov, an all-time great, multiple-acting six-time world champion. Uh, they wanted him to throw the match against Zaziev in the 2013 finals, which he won, but Gatsalov refused. Okay, good for him. Good for him. He says Putin had mom, had to tell Mamishvili to stop hitting the female wrestlers. Okay, which I'm glad he did that. That's very good. So, and Gusinov closes out with an open letter to Putin. I should say Putin. Asking him to fire Mamishvili for losing to the USA. So, did not mince words. No, this is all his words. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. And so Google translates a little funny, but this is what we've gleaned. I think we're going to try to get someone to actually do the perfect translation so we make sure not missing anything. But we have a Russian on staff. Yeah. No, not yet. We need to get that. Job posted though, so this is pretty insane. I mean, it's like it's insane that it's out there, but if if I had told you Willie any of these things, you wouldn't have been like, no, not uh, not Mamishvili, not Russia. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, I find it. I find it. I don't know. Maybe relieving. Um. That a guy with this much intimate knowledge, this is a coach. This yeah. is a coach. And he's just saying what we all we all thought was probably going on. Um, that kind of, you know, corruption. And he says it. So it's not surprising. It's almost validating. Yeah. Yeah, completely agree. Um, I would have I would have liked to have been there when, when Putin talked to Mami Shvili. Not hitting women. Why do you think it went? Should we reenact it? Let's, okay. I, who's Putin? I'll be I'll be I'll be mommy's really. I think that's I think that's just more accurate. That way. I'll be mommy's really. You be Putin. Okay. <clears throat> Misha, please sit down. I am sitting. Oh, thank you. Um, so how's the Olympics going? Uh, it, uh, we did not do so well. I think we need to kill m- multiple people. Okay. You know the papers they find out about you uh, slapped a woman. You see. What do you do? I had to tell her multiple times. I had to say, hey, wrestle hard. Perhaps uh, do such acts in privacy of a room, not uh, in public for press to see. Well, all of a sudden, Vladimir Putin, he is snowflake. (laughs) (laughs) So it probably went something like that. Something like that. It's probably a little bit like that. I'm just reading between the lines there. So, craziness... I, I look forward to a, a response. Maybe there will be a response from Mommy Shvili. You know he don't care. He'll say anything. They're, they're, look, they're 
They're crazy people. Russia. They're, 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 uh, I don't know. I don't think we talked about it. Their minister of sports came out a couple months ago and said, yeah, that, uh, that whole WADA thing, they said we're scot-free. We didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> they just F- said it. Five minutes later, WADA said, no, we, we didn't, didn't. We didn't ever said that. No one ever said that. He's like, this guy's like, yeah, make stuff up. I'm pleased to report that WADA has cleared our name. It's it's yeah. great news. They're like, WADA's like, what are you talking about? You are such cheaters, and we know. And now, it. now you're lying. <laughs> they just lie. They're just like, maybe if we say it, they won't. You know, WADA's busy, or maybe WADA will miss this one. I mean, they they just have they have no the moral fiber. I mean, I hate I hate to like say make like. I'm not trying to make a broad judgment. I'm sure there's great moral people in Russia. But just like they're what they export to the world, what we see, yeah, what we see. is so vile and repulsive. It's like, you know, I mean, they don't they, It's it's no wonder that that you see that you know that if there's rampant cheating, of course there's they would cheat. It's like you know, you heard that uh, old Dale Earnhardt thing if you ain't rubbing you ain't racing like if like the whole thing like i thought that was richard petty is it richard petty i don't know it's like a little bit like big nascar guy if you ain't trying if you ain't bending the rules a little bit you ain't trying well yeah if you ain't cheating you ain't trying if you ain't cheating you're trying i mean russia lives by that right why would we not yeah why would we not i mean we're trying to win here trying to win why would we not you know who else lives by that huh you know who else lives by that Rick, Rick Pitino. Rick Pitino. Wow. Good there are a lot of correlations. Good segue. Is who's greasier? Is Louisville the Russian, f- the Russian of our time? Of the Russian. So you know the forty-four million. That's how much Rick Pitino is owed. Oh. If he is fired, or that's how much he'll leave on the table if he's fired. Straight from Al Rosa. Wow, that's quite a dot that Kyle just connected. Yeah. We had a pretty strong theory board. Um, <coughs> one day we'll do a, most. Most of our theory boards would just get us fired. So do we, they know about our theory boards? We haven't really talked about them. It's good that you cannot see them because it is wicked. <laughs> it is, they're all, they're, there's audacious It's a lot like. of tongue-in-cheek. But basically, we'll take a question like, why? Like the most recent one was, why has Rick Pitino not been fired? Okay, and then we put all the uh, like. It was reasons. so funny. When, when, the news broke about, when the news broke about Pitino, I said, you know what this calls for. And I looked at Christian and Kyle and – their eyes met and they were like theory board and they got up they got up and they ran to the whiteboard and they started jotting down why why he hadn't been fired so then yesterday we're we're sitting there working (laughs) and i see martin and ray ray is my boss and martin you know floriani he owns this they're like looking at a theory board i'm like okay this is all right i'm just gonna play it cool here i'm like i think they know this is fake you know, there's mob references and things like well, that. Well, one, every theory we board. We tied it back to the Suriano transfer. Uh, yes. Every theory board that we've ever had, one answer is the mob. Yes. Just this that. is the one that seems actually the most. This actually is very mob-like. The Patino thing What is, is going on is mob-like in, in CAA. We I came to the conclusion. Basketball. We came to the conclusion, <clears> too, <throat> that it might. It, there's a lot of dots that lead to pizza. Yeah, this is a big pizza war. You have you have Yum Brands versus Papa John's. You have Papa John's versus Pizza Hut, mm. and there's a lot of conflict in Louisville about that. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So any anyhow, Patino gets canned. Um, you know, just his first offense. I mean, this year, right? This week. This year, yeah. He had not, to, to my knowledge, <clears throat> he hadn't paid a hundred grand for hush money or any abortions. 
He hasn't run any brothels in all 2017. Hey, he didn't know and about that. they're going to get him on, and he didn't even know about it. Right. So don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy too because uh, you know he gets fired yesterday and then every article that was written was like fitting in to patino how did patino lose uh, last this long um you know he was always in trouble like he everybody knew all the stuff that it was on that he was doing bad but nobody fired him till now it's like he only gets fired when it all so the athletic director got canned too, and this is the same dude that rehired Bobby Petrino after his <laughs> scandal at Arkansas, where he just hired some girl to essentially be his mistress, and then got in a motorcycle. She was very qualified. Yes, and then essentially got in a motorcycle accident with her, and then had to go public and got fired, and then they brought him back. So this dude would wanted to win at all costs. Well, that's what on our theory board, right? Obviously, it's joking. On our theory board is. Why hasn't Patino been fired yet? First dot was he's a good coach. <laughs> kind of true. I mean, now, how good is he at coaching or how good is he at just manipulating the system to get good players in? And, okay, so the import in... It's probably both. Th yeah. The import to wrestling in this is college athletics is a dirty game, man. Um, and we don't have... Wrestling doesn't have the money and the outside sources that right. basketball does, but Christian oversees, and I oversaw for uh, a period of time, um, Flow Hoops yeah. basketball. And then... So our events on that are Nike... And that's the A... The Flow Hoops, that's the yeah. Nike AAU circuit. It's the AAU circuit. And, I mean, I guess I was unaware of this. So, so there's a lot of kind of pulling... Of chains, uh, they're playing their cards, right? When, when you get into the AAU circuit and p sort of placing kids in the programs. I mean, I didn't know this story, but Christian said, tell me a story about Kevin Durant, why he went where he went. Well, so one thing, he was on the BS, or I guess it's called the Bill Simmons podcast. He goes on there frequently, and he's talking about recruiting. They, they talk about Maryland. Why didn't you go to Maryland? He's a DMV guy. He's like, well, I." he says... You know, you go, you play on the Nike AAU circuit. You want to wear Nikes, so you got to go to a Nike school. He's like, Frank, I didn't want to wear Under Armour. No one wants to wear Under Armour. So I don't, because basically where you go to college is where you get your shoe deal from after that. Right. So he's like, well, I want to be Nike, so I'm going to go to Texas. His choice of school. college was predicated by a post-college career. And Pre a but by a post-college, not even career, endorsement. Endorsement. An endorsement. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy to think about that. That's like their their paths are already that determined. Well, he plays on Nike EYBL. You can cross off all these 30 schools and these that, this that, Under Armour schools. I mean, I was living on Iraq. I was naive. I did yeah. never – I never connected those dots. I never thought that kids would choose a college <clears> based <throat> on their post-college endorsement deal. That's – that's dangerous world. If that dude. doesn't, if if you don't see that a kid goes from the Adidas AAU tour to an Adidas school to an Adidas endorsement, and time and time again, you just have. To, so everyone sees it. The NCAA sees sees it. I mean, they're they're not their heads. Maybe maybe they're putting their heads in the sand, but they're still seeing it wherever their head is. Right? They know yeah. what's going on. Yeah. How do you stop it? I don't there's, know. There's there's dirty money everywhere. There's dirty tactics everywhere. Um, in college, uh, basketball and football recruiting uh, with the sponsors having so much money and so much pool and so much leverage. Um, I And I tweeted last night that um, 
I hope the NCAA continues to do this, not just one case, not just one lawsuit. Um, and I don't know if it's the NCAA or the federal government that was investigating it, but um, whoever it is, I hope they keep doing it because this surely isn't a lone instance. And um, to that, Imar responded to that tweet and said, yeah, so then when they get the dirty money out, athletes can be paid, which I don't. You know, I've said on this show a million times, I don't think that they should be paid. Um, and I have some other points that we didn't talk about before. You know, first of all, especially when you talk about basketball, those dudes are one and done. Yeah, that's that's the those, whole sham of it. Those They're, dudes are one and done. You're going to tell me that, oh, athletes build your brand, athlete, you know, athletes build your program, they promote, they make so much money, money from the school. John Wall is coming in for about three months, guys. John Wall's coming in for three months. He's not even taking classes the second semester because he doesn't worry. He's not worried about being um, eligible in, the, in his third semester. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's a rental player. And for a lot of these guys, th listen, whether Marvin Bagley goes to Duke or Michael Porter Jr. goes to Missouri, they're going to be the one and two picks in next year's draft. Yeah. They could just, like, stay at home and dribble and just play hoops at so, y. So at you're the y. saying that they should be paid? I mean – and I went over the thing before where most well, of these guys should not be – would not clear um, the, the the admissions process under normal circumstances. But also think about this. Most of these schools are state schools, right? So most – they're getting paid by tax money, right? When a kid When a kid goes to college on a full scholarship – they don't have to pay for a meal. They don't have to pay to live. They're they're eating better meals than general population students. They are flying all around the country. They are getting all their gear. They're getting all their swag. They are they're living a really nice life. And taxpayers are paying all that. Um, you want you want to start paying kids? You want to start paying kids in college? Okay, then you got to pay taxes on it. Are you gonna pay taxes on all your food that you get for free? Are you going to pay taxes on all your gear that you get? You're going to pay taxes on your, all your flights. You're going to ta pay taxes on the revenue that you're getting in? It ain't going to work. I don't see it ever happening. No, I would. I, I don't expect it to happen either. One one other aspect of the Patino um, fallout, and, and th something that I think is another common, as we're trying to draw common threads, is college fan bases and their blind devotion to winning and winning only and what moral gymnastics they'll go through that they're going through at Louisville and Louisville is not a special case at all. Um, we've seen it, you know, at Ole Miss with <clears throat> freeze. Was that his name? Yeah. The, the football coach, at uh, who's basically acts like a preacher all the time. And he's freaking off on the weekends. Um, you know, say, <laughs> You know, without getting into the Penn State thing. Yeah, that's that a, Penn State, that's one where, you know. So those examples, though, I, I agree with you in the moral. You know, you're supposed to be there as a, a coach and a guy, a guy that guides young men's lives. Um, but both in the Free case and and the um, or the Hugh Freeze and and the Penn State case and se several other cases. I mean, the the part about Rick Penn State P football, of course. The, the part about Rick Pitino closing up a restaurant afterwards and hooking up with a woman that's not his wife. Things like that, and, and Bobby Petrino as well, things like that are right not moral fiber. 
However, they're they're also not. They also they don't elevate your program. They don't. They're not trying. That's not a recruiting thing, right? What is a recruiting thing is paying players to come. Right. What is a recruiting thing is when Baylor lines up. Um, well, we got recruits coming town. I need twelve cheerleaders, and they all need to hook up with the recruits. That right? That's over the line. That's trying to get transfer or recruits in there, and there's so much of that going on. Yeah, yeah, it's grimy. I mean, there's there's probably tons we don't know about, don't know the first thing about, but college recruiting can be very dirty, especially in the sports where there's lots of money involved. I feel like, you know, I've I've said on the show multiple times that cheating in college wrestling is rampant and happening all over the place, but it's not. Cheating is, is is relative compared to what they're yeah, doing in basketball. Would football. you say I don't know exactly what's in your mind, but I think that you say when when you say that cheating is rampant in wrestling, I think you're probably alluding to too many texts per week. I think you're probably alluding to calling kids that you shouldn't be calling. I think they maybe yeah. visits, but not not to the levels. No, you know it's it's there's there's like. There's NCAA violations, and then there's, like, fraud and corruption. which yeah. has, So there's NCAA violations. There's workouts happening with with recruits that shouldn't be happening. There's communication going on uh, that, that shouldn't be happening. There's little things like that. There's little um, tactics used in the financial package that are, that are going on, especially with um, the living situations. That's one – all around the country, I'm hearing, yeah, we got this thing. Okay, you're on campus year one. Later on, we got this thing where, where you're going to be staying, et cetera. Yeah, I don't that's know how a, that's – That's a big one. I don't know how that's um, defensible. I mean, indefensible. What if what if Willie Saylor owns a house? What if Willie Saylor's a – I have a lot of money. You can't you can't promise a kid free, free living in a – No, no. Follow me here. Let's say I'm independently wealthy, or I'm wealthy. I, I I don't have to be independently wealthy. Let's say I own an HVAC company and I'm well off, and mm-hmm. I buy a house. Right, I I mm-hmm. buy a separate house, an old house that kids can live in, uh, that are on the wrestling team, college kids, and they, and they live there. And they send me a check each month for rent. Each mm-hmm. one of them, seven kids there live there. They send me a check each month. I deposit the check. But I also hand them the cash back. <laughs> Ooh, how do you? Well, there, uh, somebody's going to say, "Hey, they're they're living for free. They're getting paid for free. They're, you know, that's not that's not legal." Look at that. Check my bank account. They deposit. I deposit their check every month. Right. You have the paper trail. That I have the says, paperwork. Look, see, they pay me five hundred dollars every month. But I just give it right back. I need <clears> to <throat> yeah, you could. They could totally do it. There's so there's so many things that are basically impossible to prove without someone who is involved just like randomly blowing the whistle on themselves in the entire preparation. But I know that housing mm-hmm. is, is one way that they're, they're getting around. And that's why if you're not having to um, account for the room and board or whatever, that's, you know, that's money that can be, they can go into academics. It can go elsewhere. Go to a different What'd you call it? Just got in trouble. Was it Florida state guy got in trouble for, doesn't sound like them. <laughs> uh, uh, Guy got in trouble for he has book money. Mm-hmm. He has Florida. And he, would, he would like Florida, and he would like say he had two hundred dollars in vouchers or something. He Voucher would life. sell them for one hundred and fifty bucks or something. Yeah, right? and he was making money off his. Yeah, they actually got arrested like 
not just like suspended by the team. They got arrested by the Gainesville police for fraud. Really? Yeah. Huh. It's pretty serious. It's pretty serious. It doesn't sound that bad. <laughs> Is it that bad? So they're getting they're getting like book vouchers. Yes. And instead of buying books, they're just selling those vouchers. They would like sell the vouchers for free books. Or or something like or they would they would go in there and buy the books with their vouchers and for then, it was a seventy five dollar book yeah. and they'd be like, Give me forty bucks. Oh. Yeah, I guess that's not super out there. One other kind of tie back to wrestling is so Louisville will be getting a new A D now. <clears throat> so could it be someone favorable to wrestling? Possibly. Yeah, possibly and then you. The other thing to look at on the A D front is Nebraska. Oh. Oh, uh, they fired their AD. Don't say it. And it looks like it's probably going to be Trev Alberts. At least he's like the leader in the clubhouse. No, it won't. Um, he Willie, come on. He's if he's not going to be hired, like he's going to get an interview, and he's going to be catch people up on who this. Why? Gonna... No, they can't hire Trev Alberts. Get Jordan involved. He's a huge. They uh, love him there. He former player. They think he's doing a great job at Nebraska Omaha. He's been when he was doing that <coughs> stuff at Nebraska Omaha. We should get people caught up. Yes, yeah, so I was yeah, Trevor yeah, Alberts. Yeah, okay, Trevor. So University of Nebraska Omaha, the best D two program. They won umpteen titles. I think they were they're amazing. Right, had a great tournament there. Um, always some tough D one hammers there early November. But so anyway, the year that Division one NCAA's were in Omaha. Oh yes, mm -hmm. so that'd have been ten, I think. Yes, it was the year that NCAA Division One nationals were in Omaha at the same kind of time. Because Nebraska D2's Omaha, before. Nebraska Omaha, they go, they win a national title. I don't, I don't know what city that was in at the time. Two days later, after Division One nationals, they like came back. It was that night. They came yeah. back and like the door was locked on the room or something crazy like that, and they're like, "Yeah, we we dropped the program, it's over," and like it was just like the most. They never like, I mean, they were just so uh, such sleaze bags about the whole way they handled it. I would have to go back and do a little more reading, but anyways, this is Trev Albert, Trev Albert's machination. He made this happen, right? And he's been long linked. To the Nebraska job, if it ever came available, and that that was like kind of his end goal and where he wanted to wind well, up. Well, and there's there's a connected there's like kind of a soap opera ish kind of conspiracy theory in that you know along with dropping the wrestling program, they dropped the football program, mm -hmm. which was very successful. I don't know, did they win a national title? They might have won national titles. Um, the the conspiracy theory there is. That that was coming from Nebraska, Nebraska Lincoln. Like, drop your em. wrestling program is good, your football program's good. You need to drop them. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. There's one program in this in the state. Wow. So maybe Trev Alberts fell on his sword so at UNO, UNO, and like future considerations. Well, yeah, do what we tell you. We got you down the road. I don't know if that's true, but. I never heard that. I never heard that. But that sounds, <clears throat> you know, that sounds like Trevor. We need to un re reinvigorate that story, the UNO, because that was one of the grimiest things that, Grimy. that has ever happened. Willie, really, you need to yeah, – don't you have a degree from Nebraska? Get your mans. No, not, no? A yeah. not a degree, but – Even if I did, 
Yeah, I got a degree from Nebraska. I demand yeah. no Trevor Albert. Yeah, that's all you got to do. Just walk in there and you tell, are, them, hey, tell them what's You're up. more, you got more power with the Green Bay Packers than I have with <laughs> Nebraska. You have one share. <laughs> yeah, speaking of that, I'm going to I'm gonna need to fly out to the game tonight, so I won't be here this oh, afternoon. Oh, yeah, who do they play? The Bears. Dang, big test. Yeah. Big divisional test there. It must be awesome to just hold, like, 16 owners meetings in the fall and winter every year. Yeah. It's pretty demanding travel schedule, though. <laughs> All right, hey, I have a, <laughs> I have a um, interesting thing. So last time we talked on the show about guys who won every single match, every single last match of their season. Somebody sent me a list or commented about this list. I don't know if it's an exhaustive list, but here are six guys that they found that lost that lost every last four, match four-time of their all season. Americans. Four-time All Americans that lost their last match of the season. Actually. Everybody who didn't AA lost their last match of the season. Of course. Okay, but Ben Bennett, 6864. Dylan Ness, 2426. Tenenbaum, 4642. Jerry Abbas, 4222. Ouch. Ugh. Ouch. Justin Hardy, 8826. Lance Palmer, 4842. I just thought that was interesting. <clears throat> That's extremely there, interesting. There's also the guy who uh, Mike Caruso beat three years in a row in the NCAA finals. Willie, do you remember what I'm talking about? Nope. Bob Ferris from Michigan. That was a long time ago. I'm just saying that's that's you lose the same the, the NCAA finals is the same three years in a row. Yeah, it's very rare. Mm. Yeah, super rare. Um, all right, there's a couple of directions we can go. Ooh. We can talk about big board. We right? took yeah. All right. Let's go. Let's do it. All right. So the new edition of by the way, we're gonna bring back who's number one the show. And me and Nomad will geek out on rankings. Um, that's probably going to be in a couple weeks or a, or a month, maybe after Super 32. So look forward to that. But in lieu of that, we're going to talk about Big Board right here. And the new senior Big Board came out. Some would say the most important. I would say the junior Big Board is the most important. But um, I think by the time kids are seniors, everybody has more of a handle on them. The general public fandom has a, a, a bigger handle on them and also they know what they're all committed to school so they know what who's going where and so that ignites some passion within them and uh so nomad has taken over the big boards but me and him kind of vetted out like nomad will get um i don't know a hundred so there's 100 guys on the big board nomad will get 125 kids and we'll put them together and we'll kind of vet them out and he'll say i'll say no this kid needs to go higher and nomad will say no because this and i said good point and right we we negotiate with each other and um so this edition of the big board came out and penn state fans are not happy and penn Damn. state fans penn state fans on bwi said um this is they're just trying to needle us they're yeah, this is right this they're just trying to get page <laughs> views and then uh christian says only two people said it but it's not two people it's multiple people it's four and, and but also on bwi they're like well they're gonna see this and they're gonna make fun of us on frl it's w like this well, yes yes we are going to make fun of you right now it's like this incredible back and forth or like meta level joke of just like we see, we know that they know that we know that they know that they know that we know that, like, we read it from time to time, and they don't, they like poking us, and we they think we like poking them. Well, it's they ridiculous. think we like poking them, but certain fan bases think that we would actually twist the news and rankings to troll them. We were, we're listen, 
We are not going to change rankings to troll a message board. Get over <laughs> yourselves. Right? So here's the thing. Penn State fans are saying that all the Penn State guys dropped, which you're false. You're, if you got to number two, that's wrong. Did you read <laughs> number two? Because Travis Whitlake moved up. All right? So Travis Whitlake moved well, up. I, I can see – I can – understand some level of exasperation because in two months there was major movement between guys that didn't even wrestle or didn't lose basically no one in the top 30 lost um, so sure okay. I, i'd like to address that so maybe you need to you need to you need to probably say okay july was really messed up and bad. there was right so there, there's a lot of alchemy that goes into a big oh, alchemy. there's no alchemy there's no alchemy there's involved no. yeah there's, no. there's gonna be an alchemy thread now alchemy gold. is the outcome of gold i know we're trying to make gold here <laughs> okay but anyway yeah in, when you when you look in july there's a there's a whole bunch of penn state guys and it's like six of the top 13 and um sometimes you need to correct for things down the line sometimes you're also just allowed to change your opinion yeah or or you or you get a better idea of where what weight guys are going or the most get... egregious i think all right so they're saying that rby dropped a lot and they're saying oh Obviously, he dropped because he lost to Tony Ramos. Ha, ha, ha. No, that's not why. Uh, Gavin Teasdale dropped. Listen, neither one of them guys competed in a long time. Um, and I can almost – those are the two that I can make. I can see your point. Maybe they maybe they sh- dropped a little bit more than they should. But the one that they're really freaking out about is Seth Nevels. And I just can't get around it. I mean, they tried it, right? They know we're reading it, and they're like um, – well, I'll just check Intermat because Intermat has them. T- Intermat has them two through six. Well, go ahead and check Intermat. I mean, if that makes you feel better, uh, <laughs> you know, Seth Neville's great prospect, great prospect, and he could maybe end up as the best of the bunch. But when you put them in a pack, when you put Seth Neville's in a pack with college heavyweight prospects, what what is he? Fifth or sixth or seventh in the in the next two years? I mean, how? You can't be <laughs> Intermat has him too. You can't have Seth Nevels be uh, I'd say he's probably the in my opinion he's the third. You, okay. Fair enough. I can see you taking him as a third, but you you think Seth Nevels is a better prospect? Well, I don't know how you could come up with six. You think Sna- Gable, Gable Gable Stevenson Paris and uh I'm not taking Cassiope over Nevels. Are you oh, yeah. taking Colton Schultz? That's a different class. Doesn't matter. Um, and Kirkfleet. And no. Cassiope. Well, Kirkfleet could be Brax 97. Down the line. Kirkfleet will never be 97, but God. Braxton Amos down the line. Braxton Jordan, Amos. Jordan Wood right? was I mean, freshman last year. Like, I mean, okay. you're, you're talking about, and we have him, what, 26? And you say that's egregious? Well, what changed from from July? He was ranked too high. He was ranked, he was ranked too, high. too high. And we... we I tried to. I don't uh, know. I don't know how you come up with Cassiope over, over him. I mean, I just watch them both. I think. I think Neville's has more upside athleticism. Okay, move him a notch up. I don't care if you move him. I don't care if you move him to three. You know. I mean, Jaden Maddox a better prospect than Seth Neville's. Mm. Um, uh, Jaden Maddox is a terror on top. He is a hammer in folk style. Okay. He is vicious on top. I mean, I like Jaden Maddox, but 
and the, the argument for, for Maddox up or down, and, you know, I tried when I came to Willie with, with these, I really tried to look at where these guys are going, what weight they're going, um, and, you know, if you're J- – Jaden's like the fourth prospect by your own rankings at 157. I, I, and for this class only. I know. And, and it's going to be and, well much deeper than that when you consider uh, the the year prior's class. So the, the logic you're – you're utilizing is immediately like just being ignored with that weight with Jaden. That's just the one it, I found. I could probably look and find more <laughs> like that. But and we had that, if that's going to be your argument, if that's going to be your argument, well, he's the six. Well, what's Jaden Maddox at a, a weight that is traditionally way deeper and way more competitive than heavyweighties? And I know we're going to enter an era of heavyweight that's going to be really tough and competitive, but it's not going to be like 157. And we had that that argument and. Sometimes it just comes down to when you look at the pure when you look at the pure prospect, like there's only so far some of these guys can drop. And Christian makes a good argument. Christian makes a good argument with Maddox. You could you could debate that. You, you that, that's a fine we, point. We literally talked about it. That's where we have him. That's where I feel, and I'm I'm pretty freaking adamant that that's about where he should be. Man, and that's the thing. Right? Well, uh, what are you gonna you're gonna have? Even say he's the third best prospect. A heavyweight in this class. Mm-hmm. not That's completely discounting what was in last class, what was in the class coming up. He's going to enter an era where... Wh- what's it going to take? Is he going to beat Gable? You can't project him to beat no, Gable. No, he won't beat Gable, but I, th- I think there's a, there is a possibility he is... I'm not ruling out he could be the second best heavy. Well, you crop. can't go that I route could, because you could also, you could also say... I can't rule out that Jaden Maddox makes a national final because Jaden Maddox is good in folk. Okay, I'll. All right, you don't have to rule it out. I think I. I don't know if he'll make a final. I don't even know. I don't know. I like. I. I don't want this to be about Jaden Maddox, so I'm gonna drop that. Um, because I don't feel like diving in that deep there. But I. I think Seth Neville's has that potential. I don't think Jaden. Is he going to beat a surpass a David Carr? I know he's beaten David Carr. I know that, but I, I looking at those matters, two, only two weights. guys make the NCAA finals a year at a weight, right? You got you really think we could be saying that? I think that I think that there's a lot of I, I think you have Gable Stevenson and a lot of indistinguishable talent at heavyweight. I mean, very good, but they're all in a pack. And Seth Neville's could end up two in that group, and Seth Neville's can end up six in that group. I think you also can say the same about this class in general, that there's Gable and then there's like two through 15, and depending upon who you ask and depending upon what you look for, depending upon the the day of the week and, and how recent it is to a big win, you could argue a lot of those guys up or down and that there's just a really defined and solid second tier that, is is hard to shuffle around. So I, that we talked about Seth enough. Whitlake at two. I would. Uh, I don't agree with that. Well, that I was would, a tough. Well, not, I don't. Not the crack. I know what you did. I see what you did. You you took. You basically used Brooks's success an amazing summer and just said, "Well, he got to stay with him." But that's not how you've always done it. You haven't always done it like that. I I think my opinion. I would take Brooks over Whitlake right now. As a prospect, and, and, and uh, you've done that before too. I don't. I can't disagree with that. If you think, if you think Aaron Brooks is a better prospect than Travis Whitlake, I don't think I, Whitlake's an eighty-four. 
That's part of my. Th- I. You think he's a seventy-four? I yeah, that's what I think. Okay, who cares? So what? Well, well that's no, but that that's the thing. I mean, I, Willie and I had that very conversation about Brooks. Brooks as a as a prospect and a talent versus you know with like the guy who beat him. I think Whitlake is an 84, will grow into an 84, and that if he is an 84, that particular group, he can run through for the next five years. It doesn't. He is not running through any group for five years. I mean, I, let's not get let's I not go Whitley, down that. We we don't have to go down that hole so much right now. I, I'm I'm saying okay with if you think Brooks is a better prospect than Whitlake, that's fine. So so what are you arguing? The two and three spots? Well. I mean, that's the, that was the next one I went to. I would also say Michael Beard should be, shouldn't be jumped by those guys. I would take Beard. I would take Beard, Beard as Beard the number was, two prospect. Beard was Beard was four. He stayed at four. Yeah, but he got passed by. Um, yeah, he also didn't wrestle the whole summer. I mean, these are prospect. Uh, these are prospect rankings. They're so not. you're saying Aaron Brooks didn't surprise you? I mean, personal preference, man. You, you're saying. Brooks didn't surprise you enough to jump Beard? Mm, no, maybe you could do that, but Whitlake. For, for me, Whitlake, Beard. Uh, well, I, I mean, you're talking as if you just, you're just you just not very high on Whitlake. I mean, it's all I mean, he relative. just he smashed Aaron Brooks, he who you love. One, I would say he did not smash him. One of their matches was The second match he ended close. in like a minute and a half. What? The second match he ended in like yeah, a yeah, minute yeah. and a half. Well, the first one was super competitive, and then... <clears throat> Oh, Brooks got killed in the second one. But uh, the point was proven he could go with him. Regar- it's not that I'm not high on Travis Whitlake. If if we're dr- if we're doing a, a fantasy draft for this class, I don't know if anyone takes him second round. That's all. That's my point, right? I think he's gonna be great. Four time All American. He can win national titles. That's where the level would you of put talent. him? Behind Carr? Behind uh, Paris? Behind Hoffman? Who would you not put? Not behind Hoffman. No. That's uh. I mean, you could get Mason Paris or Travis Whitlake. But the thing is, Paris probably will never win a title. Right? Paris is going to be in that group, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm high I'm and high on Paris. So I would say he could be right ahead of Paris. And see that, But see, that's what I'm saying. Like, you went through a whole bunch of different things, and, and again, it comes down to personal preference, which at that point, like, the argument yeah, stops, my, right? It's personal. I'm not but, arguing with myself two months at a time. We're, like, we're, we're, we're going down the hole here. The... the, the Check him out on the site. The real thing was that Penn State, some Penn State fans saying that we lowballed them. It's not true. That's how we see it. Anybody that sticks out that's too low, anybody else, not doesn't have to have anything to do with Penn yeah. State. Well, he does. RBY at 13, I think. I mean, prospect wise. I mean, as a prospect. Yeah, we got. Give me a break. We got RBY. We got RBY too low. Oh, I mean, we got RBY too low. If in conjunction with Teasdale, to me, those guys are very similar. Yeah, I I view them as relative equals. I'm well, like, yeah. I don't know who would do better out the gate right away, but I think they both do excellent. I mean, I cringe when I see Silva at 14. I but I don't like too high. Too low, but I don't. Yeah. I don't. I, I don't see anywhere. Right. I don't see anywhere else to move him. I think he could go. He just ahead. to me, seems I think like he a could better. go ahead of Sasso. I think that he could definitely go ahead of Sasso. Actually, you know, Sasso's taking losses. He lost twice to Jacory Teamer. Lost to Brayton Lee and Ardolona. Um, he hasn't been. He hasn't been on setting the world on fire. Now he had an Ironman that was like and down, Super 32. downright 
inspiration. I think Sass is better at folk style. Yeah, I think. Sure. I think that's the other thing is Sasso is a tough nut to crack because folk style. Not that he's bad in freestyle, but I mean, all those losses you just mentioned were in freestyle. I'm not yeah. saying that shouldn't be accounted for. I'm just saying I think he's better. But you you watched the Brayton Lee match. That wasn't a <clears throat> that that loss is folk style freestyle. Yeah, that one. But the Jacory ones well, and the Artelona ones. I don't know. He got he just got bodied in the teamer match. Well, and the other he thing, was like double leg to his back. The other thing, there was one there the chin whip exchange was really bad. That was yeah. a, that was certainly freestyle. Well, Artelona. No, 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 I'm talking about. Um, I mean, Artelona won. That's a close match, right? I mean, that's like, Criteria. Yeah, a lot of like freestyle criteria. Stuff. Christian, the other thing is, I don't think. I know we have Jacory. I don't think Jacory is a 49. I don't think Brayton Lee is a 49. I don't think Artelona is a 49. I don't know if Sammy's going to see those guys. Okay, I mean that's the weights you put. I anyway, I think I that I originally thought Jacory was going to be a 65. That tier I with think huge. That tier with Teamer Lee Sasso. Silva, I think, Hydley, I think that that's the right way. I think we should probably have Roman up there. Gavin's a tough one to crack too. We haven't seen him for a while. How does it, how do talent wise? Is this a really deep? Yeah, I mean, well, twenty eight is Brock Hardy. Yeah, I think oh. it's a very deep class. I think it's a very deep class. And how about this nugget we got yesterday? Me and so me and Nobat, and we will come out with this. We're gonna come out with rankings. Like I used to do back in the day. I used to do my recruiting rankings back in the day by weight. The top 10, top 12, 125 prospects. The top 10, 133 prospects. And it's a, it's a great way to look at it. I think there's a need for both, and we have the time to do both. Um, but it's a, different, it's a different angle, right? It's not an exact science because you could, you could project Kyle Dake at 141 because his career could end up at 165. Um, so it's not perfect but it's really cool to look at and so we're doing this yesterday and we're like you know where to where to put thompson and like oh he has some bad losses and but we're like you know he got to he's the number one 125 pound prospect and yeah. um you know what i mean i agree with that and I, that's uh, why you know and you so <laughs> so then i'm like you know i really like i really like glory uh, and um no man's like yeah I said, he said what do you think i said he's at 33 I said, yeah, probably 33. I was like, let's just ask him. So I DM him. He's probably in math class. I'm like, (laughs) what are you going to start your college career at? He said 125. Okay. Fair enough. There it is. He projects at 125. He's a 125 pounder. It's kind of nice. You slide into DMs. Yeah. I'm sorry I interrupted you with your uh, Pythagorean theorem. back Back to geometry. Okay. Cool stuff. Fun to talk about. Exciting class. Don't hate me, wrestlers. I think you're amazing. That was a good vigorous debate. That was that was fun. A lot of vigor. Yeah. I got I got Willie to say RBY was too low, so I'm feeling good. I'm not above. You guys know me, man. I'm not above saying, man, we messed that one up. Yeah. But I do it all the time. I know that. Yeah. Everyone makes mistakes. Rankings are a conversation, right? Mm-hmm. 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 Russia gonna Russia. We should. Patino gonna Patino. Now we did big boards. Where to next? Dude, this week... Wrestling's back. Wrestling's back. back. We almost went... We almost went three whole weeks. It was. Tournament. It's been a rough It's been four weeks. I did oh. the math. 30 days. On Saturday, it will have been 30 days since our last live event. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. What was that? A Super 32 early entry tournament in Georgia. 
and not since Fargo, since not a qualifier. Went. <laughs> well, it's been that? since Fargo since a content member's gone to a live event. Wow. No. Yes. I should have just. You guys got. You guys got layups, boy. Except, except Bader. There were no events. Well, hold on. Bader and Nomad went to World. But we and didn't. Boo, yeah. boo, who? Tough, tough assignment. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it literally won't moment. be like that again until like May, June, May or yeah. June. Yeah. So you're lucky. Yeah, you're welcome. Actually, it's gonna be so. It starts the the calendar lined up amazingly this year. I don't know. Can we can we please make Lock this happen? Can we please make this happen every October where it's journeyman, who's number one, Carver, Super 32. We're not overlapping with anybody outside. I know it's tough to do. But and Agony and Avery. Like Agony. Yeah. They're all on different weekends. It's amazing. I'm I'm stoked. Because what, what happens is when you have a who's number one and a, a journeyman classic and maybe a, a, an Agony type thing – you you can only, you only have so much money to give out to each one, right? So someone gets shorted, and an awesome event doesn't get the love. But when well, they're isolated so, yeah. like this, it's perfect for the kids, for the fans, for us, right? Um, when they're on the same weekend, the kids have to choose which one to go to. When they're on the same weekends, um, the fans <clears throat> are have to watch two different things. When it's on the same weekend, we have to, you know, it's 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 nice to. Instead of having five banners on Journeyman and five banners, uh, five pieces of content on who's number one, it's nice to have a whole, we'll have ten up on Journeyman, and next week we'll have ten up on on who's number one. A, but, corn, a cornucopia. Uh, Let's talk Journeyman, because well, that's what's happening this week. One update real quick to who's number one, though. Uh, oh, yeah. Will Luan is in a walking boot. Will Luan, um, we wish you a speedy recovery. He Maybe he's like Big Ben. Cadet World he'll Champ. Just be like, he just wears a walking boot like all the time, and then he'll still cadet, holding out to hope. Cadet World Champ. No, he's out. Let him rest up. Uh, cadet World Champ, been injured since then. Uh, told us that the first time that um, he even tried to go, he was trying to just let it rest. The first time he even tried to go was a couple days ago or yesterday, and he screamed out in pain. So it ain't happening. Um, hopefully trying to find somebody for Brayton Lee, although I don't know. Now, you know, um, the case at 126 where Patrick Glory steps in for an injured Jordan Decatur, that is for the number one spot. That can't happen at 152 because uh, it's Luan, Brayton Lee, and Peyton Robb, and Peyton Robb lost to Luan t- two consecutive matches at Akron, so you can't have... Lost Fargo, too. You, yeah, mm-hmm. you can't have Luan, you can't have Brayton wrestle Luan, or Brayton <coughs> wrestle Robb for number one because they it, can't got, pass it, got, Luan. it has to go through Luan. So I'm trying to get a match for Brayton. Um, it won't be for number one, and, and maybe he won't want to come, and because of that, um, we'll see. I'm talking to him now, but uh, we'll try to find a matchup if he wants to still come and get the experience and um, pal around with his boys and, and uh, get a good match in. But I do have a match almost ready to announce to mm. replace. To replace you versus Bader. Oh, that's a dan- It's a juicy one too. Juicy nug. Okay, I'm excited for that. <clears throat> Journeyman pools are released. They're out there. What are some of the, the best weights, most exciting weights, some of the premier matchups that are coming for Journeyman? Oh, 113. I'm going to write about it today. Super duper stacked. Uh, Chauvin, Greg D., Anthony Clark, Escalera, just among weight class rank guys. 
uh, Nick Buzakis is yeah. a terror. There's an eighth grader. There are little hammers, not little hammers. There's eighth graders. Nick Buzakis is the truth. He's a kid from Florida, eighth grader this year. Gonna go. He's gonna be at Ryan what, Shalvin's a senior. Yeah, oh. he, he's gonna be at Lake Highland. But what events he can go into, I don't know. I don't believe uh, he can't wrestle an Ironman. Right. I guess he could do Super Thirty Two as well. Mm-hmm. Of course. And also, it's it's hard not to at, at least somewhat like the kid, even if you've never met him, just because of his relation to, if you know the story about his brother Greco. I was wondering if he was related to him. I yeah. saw that last night. He actually, I forget if it Why was. Why don't you, ca- hold on, explain that. Um, so this was, I don't know, two, three years ago. This little little kid, five, six years old, huge, you know, big wrestling fan, wrestling super fan, and he developed a very rare disease and, um, you know, unfortunately passed away. But his name kind of lives on through the wrestling community. Um, Larry Early had a yeah. really good relationship with him. He gave him his stop sign, I'm pretty sure, after yeah. he won. And uh, I forget, I, I interviewed Nick, and I can't remember if it was after Tulsa or after uh, Vac Duels, but he kind of went into a little bit about, you know, I wrestled for my brother, and we all have, you know, Team Greco on our, they have armbands or something, or like they, they write it in, in uh, Sharpie. Um, so hard to not, just root when you him. hear that, root, root from a little bit and be like, man, I, you know, he's, he's really wrestling for his brother. Um, well, that kid is the truth. Uh, right, I, yeah. I mean... Well, was he's number one on the big like, board, right? Like Derek White, the be, truth. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, then one thirteen, you got another. You got Ryan Crookham, Caden McCrary, Dylan Cedeno, Sammy Alvarez, Chris Trelly, Gene Cadal, Ryan Jack. I mean, that is a deep. Ryan deep Jack kin to Kevin. I he, believe he's so. from Connecticut. Yes. yes, believe it's his little brother. Yeah. Um, what? What's the other one? What's the other way that I really like? I heard Camacho I put the pools going together, up. But I don't remember. I heard Camacho's going up the thirty to wrestle Klebov. Ooh. They're in the same pool. They're in the yeah. same pool. Claybov and Camacho are the same thing. Mm-hmm. Wow. What? They're in the same pool. Yep. Why wouldn't you separate them? Well, well, they will get separated. Well, to there's pools and then there's, there's pools. There's pools and then there's pools, Christian. Pools within the pools. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Do you ever see one of those pools and then it has like a hot tub? Mm-hmm. There's like pools within. The They'll pool. be in the hot tub. Yeah. Right. They'll mm. be. Got it. Uh, 35 is really good. Manville. Ryan Anderson up to 35. Wow. Oh, that, yeah, Manville's that up good. to 35 too. Yeah. Gabe Miller, Andrew Wirt, uh, Talshahar, Talshahar, Jojo Aragona, Pat Gould, Papsy, John Martin Best. Shout out West Virginia, Peberg. I think that's probably the second best weight. Peberg, that is, I love best, that. The tenth biggest wrestling hotbed <laughs> in the country. I love Book it. it. Have you seen Book this commer- this uh, article? Wait, that was really doesn't even care about it because uh, number one's Lehigh Valley. Yeah, he, he stopped reading. Oh no. <laughs> well, what are you talking about? How come I'm not? If I would rant and rave and tweet it and social it. You guys would crush me. Oh, look at Willie. He's trying to brag. I said nothing about it, and now... You literally were like, look at number one. Yeah, and then you, you just didn't say anything else about you, it. Look at number they one had sunglass one of, emoji. They had number five. It's best <laughs> wrestling hotbeds. You know, you got like... It's supposed to be like cities Lehigh or valleys. Valley, yeah. uh, Parkersburg, <clears throat> West Virginia's one. Number five, New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> New Jersey! Hold on. Population whole 9 damn mil. State. Hold on. What, what was the date on this? 2010. What... Oh, 2010, really? Yeah. That's my point. You still can't justify New Jersey in any year. In, if no, no. It has nothing to do with the Jersey part. Pittsburgh was honorable mention. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh was honorable mention. Behind Jersey. Behind but, the state. Yeah, you couldn't get I, I actually, I actually Behind a million have, other cities and hotbeds, including Parkersburg. Parkersburg. I actually don't have on much. There. 
I actually don't have much um, problem with it being Jersey. Jersey's small. Has nine million people. <laughs> it's not a hot. Okay, uh, number one, East Coast. Right, you could That's say my number bed. one, Pennsylvania. Guys. Number two, Ohio. Three, Illinois. Four, Minnesota. California. Cali. Major oh, Cali. Yeah, I can't forget about it's Cali. It's what? Okay. What? <clears throat> what if it was Maryland? Where does the cutoff oh, where, point? Does Iowa get on there? DMV is a is the area, the you DC can, Beltway area. You can do counties. You can do like, like Lehigh Valley District Eleven. You, you know, by their by their district. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Could do by their re, You know, like Whippeal. Maryland has regions. Whippeal will be determine. perfect. No, no, Whippeal. See, that's that's what I'm getting at. Whippeal would not be perfect. Do you know how huge everybody said uh, District Smart, Eleven, Jersey? District Eleven, Whippeal, Whippeal's, Whippeal's the size of states. Well, it's smaller than Jersey, huh? It's yeah. smaller than uh, Jersey. I don't know. Population? Do you think? Yes, more than... population. Yes. Okay. Well, that's that's kind of Northeast Ohio is a good one. Western PA, District Eleven. Cleveland, Northeast Ohio is? is huge, and the population is huge. District Eleven is okay. Northampton County. District Six is that the one or seven? District 7 is humongous. Every it's district bigger. in Pennsylvania it is, is huge. It's still ridiculous that New Jersey, a, a whole state, was... I don't know how this... What is. if Maryland was really good? What if Delaware was really good? Well, okay, whatever. Delaware and Rhode Delaware. Island are the only ones where it would be reasonable to be like, okay, yeah, it's just the state. Why don't you go do and a feature then. for this? We'll, we'll anyway, anyway. Well, Lehigh Valley was number one. It will always be number one. <laughs> anyway, hold on. Let's finish off with Journeyman, though. Uh... 225, I like as well. I want to see young Hunter Katka. Um, he's going to be in my sleepers article. He's gonna. He's got a chance to, to notch some big wins. This is Sunday, right? Because yes. Saturday's the overflow tournament. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. If you win the tournament, you get in to like this main event on Sunday. So. Yep. Yep. If you're you probably pretty good. Yeah. So you're pretty good, and then if you do well in that, you're a beast because Ooh, you probably Sammy wrestled like 25 matches. Yep. <laughs> I wonder how good Sammy is in relation to one Lou. He ain't bad. He ain't bad. He ain't. He ain't there yet. He ain't Lou or or Anthony or them guys. But uh, don't forget Tony. <laughs> got a DM DM right now. Buzaka's dad Troy is one of the best wrestlers to come out of New York. Career cut short at Clemson because of injuries. I was just reading on it. Was he was like 26 and 1, tore his ACL, and then hurt his neck and had to call it quits. Oh, mm. man. But apparently I think he was teammates with Sammy Sam. Henson. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Okay. So that's Journeyman. That's going on this week. And then next week is... Thanks to one? Robert Bruce for sending that nugget. Sorry. Oh. Yes. Thanks, Robert. That's all. That's all I got. I don't know. What else? Anything? Any parting thoughts? No. Jerry's just, final thought? I'm just uh, glad. I'm just glad uh, wrestling's back. Journeyman, I'm here for. Who's number one? I leave next Tuesday. Dang. <coughs> and Tuesday? Then, and then what's the next week? The next. Then I have a week off, right? Because that'll be. Conflict Thanks. is the week after who's number one. And then Agni names. Super 32. Super 32. Super 32 finishes it off. Super and then college the season is then here. college is here. We have like four opens that first weekend. Michigan State. This emoji right Clarion, there. Wyoming. So, Dave Schultz. Dave Schultz. Don't forget. Right. Senior, first on, first tournament, senior level weights. We don't have to. Big listen, listen, you guys are listening the whole season. Big tens? You guys are listening the whole season. <laughs> Super 32 is the last week of October? Yes. And then the U.S. Open. I am, I am so pumped to go. Last year, I missed a trifecta. You missed <coughs> Iron Man, Super 32, and... Farjo. <gasps> and Akron. 
and Akron. Poser. Wow. Tony. I ain't missing them no more. Willie some has... of them I might. <laughs> I'm done. I'll never miss another one. I'll miss some. <laughs> you guys shook hands and not miss Fargo, though. I know. I actually was thinking about that. What? We, sh- we shook hands that we would not I'll miss pull Fargo up the next tape. year. We're well, going. Let's go. Just for freestyle. We'll just be there for the freestyle finals. Yeah. No. Just the finals. <laughs> no. I'm going to. We'll be I'm going to Super 32. Thing. Flights book. Iron Man. I ain't missing that. Um, Corey had that new tournament director there. Um, and then, yeah, I ain't, I ain't missing much. I'll probably, I'll probably hit the beast because of holiday season. And maybe, why are you laughing at me? You're, it's his face, Kyle. Is it his face? Yeah. I'll probably hit uh, Italy. Oh, yeah. Maybe do the Naples trip. That'd be nice. Where are you going to? What do you got a marching band fest this week? Why you make fun of me? Why God. you make why you make fun of our other sites? You it's went to one last up. week. So they had a good family adventure. He took the whole family. Took the whole family. Caleb read the whole time. So yeah. No. <laughs> When's your next event? <laughs> Who's number one? Duh. Doy. When I'll be there. Wait, we gotta bring that back. Then Where's I'm the going, Doy? My next one. Where's the Regina? It's gone. I then <laughs> I'm going in November, Brookings, South Dakota. Minnesota, South Dakota State. Can't wait for that. Hey, are you making a trip somewhere the day before who's number one? Ooh, that's right. You're going to have good food. Drop it on them. I'm going to be headed up. I'm going to get – here's what I'm going to do. Where you going? I'm going to get off the plane. Where at? Go to the Hertz in Allentown, Pennsylvania. I'm going to get my rental car. I'm going to start it. I'm going to check the fuel situation. I'm going to punch into my GPS Rutgers University, Piscataway, New Jersey. I'm going to be there. Catch him practice. Go to Piscataway. Let me tell you, a good cannoli place. So well, Ramus? Are you going to make a trip no. there? No. Just, just uh, Rutgers. Catching some practice. With I hope. Can't wait for that. You know, you know how Bader goes places and, like, he'll get beat up by Dan Dennis or something? Yeah. I want Schnalty to mob all over your face. <laughs> Well, it, it he's hurt now, so Christian might have no. Stop. There's no. There's no injury. <laughs> oh, possible. I hope Richie Lewis. I hope Richie Lewis puts him in a trash Richie can. Richie, are, we're good. No, I hope put Richie you in a trash can. <laughs> I love story. Richie Lewis. And then Suriana's gonna beat your. Butt. <laughs> <laughs> they they all hey. There's no doubt they all could. They could just take turns beating me down. I can take a beating. I hope Goodale it. throws a sweater vest on you, <laughs> and he says to the whole shark. team, "Get hey, if you ever want it, Did he's, he's me rest, for today." Did y'all ever have to wrestle the line? That horrible thing. Yeah, like as punishment, where you like start with the smallest guy or just wrestle the entire team. I don't want to make me do that. No, I want no part of wrestling anyone at Rutgers ever, because I'll just get hurt. But right. uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Look for. I hope I can do half a good a job. Half as good a job as Bader did at Ohio State. Yeah, yeah. There is nothing but pure gold on the website right now. <clears throat> you got interviews with Keyshawn Hayes, Colin Moore, Tom Ryan, Bo Jordan, et cetera, et cetera. You got Great a lot stuff. of scraps. You got McKenna and Pletcher going. You got uh, Bo Jordan working out with Deshaun Campbell. That room. That room. There's nothing like this There's room. nothing like the room. Nothing like that room. Nothing. The, the lessons taught in that room. Unbelievable. So we I, – I encourage you to check that out. Willie's put on his Limp Biscuit hat, and uh, he's ready to bounce. So let's play us out. Play us out, Kai. Another shout-out to Asics. 
Thank you for sponsoring the show. That was a smart decision by you, Asics. You have great judgment. <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs> we'll be back next Tuesday. We'll be talking about, I'm sure, whatever latest Russian news. Hey. Hopefully we get some. Some journeyman news. What? Hold on. There's a Uh-oh. disclaimer. Next Thursday. Ooh. Next Thursday. I'm out. Oh, we're here, though. Yeah. I think the show must go on. Hey. But maybe it won't. I mean, if you guys want to take it from a from a from an eleven to a six, be my guest. Wow. But uh, no, maybe you should do it. Yeah. Maybe I'll call in for like five Classic minutes. Classic backhanded compliment there by by Willie. Maybe I'll call in from the. Give you an update. I think Christian should just do it by himself, like Francesca, and just yell. No. <laughs> he no. was yelling. What was he yelling about? He was pissed at a your boy of- the other day, James Franklin. Kyle said. Kyle said piss. Pull his plug. I want him one time to walk over here and unplug this mic. What would you do? Would you punch him? No. He wouldn't do anything. I'll, I'll unplug Please. you one day. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye.